0: Here we go. This is the Grace Unfolding uh, very first episode. Uh, John, why don't you kick us off?
1: Yeah, so I'm Jonathan Buckley, and I'm here with uh, Pastor Troy Albee.
0: Great. We are the co-host of this new podcast, Grace Unfolding. Uh, we do actually already have a podcast at the church, and that's focused uh, just on sermons. So whoever's preaching, you can easily go back and listen. Uh, but this is going to be something different. And in our opening episode, we're going to talk about you know the who and the what and the when. And then we hope to close uh, this first episode of Grace Unfolding with uh, a story. Uh, John, why don't you begin? Why don't you tell folks why it is that we're doing this podcast?
1: Yeah, so we, it's true. Started out as me having uh, far too much time on my hands and Pastor Troy having far too many uh, opinions.
0: <laughs> that's probably true. And uh, John and I do uh, enjoy hanging out and uh, discussing issues of faith and uh, culture and God's word and, and applying that. John, you know, is this going to be something that's really polished or are we trying to mimic another podcast?
1: Yeah, so I think this is going to be off the cuff, and, and uh, but I mean, we may steal some ideas from other podcasts. It's not going to be uh, entirely original.
0: Well, hopefully we can make it comical from time to time as well. I think that'll depend upon who we include and who we invite to come join us. Why don't you tell others uh, what it is that we're going to be covering? What are some of the topics on this podcast?
1: Yeah, so I think we're going to be talking um, maybe some uh, a couple things about follow-up questions from the sermon. But, I mean, it's going to be mainly um, about the lives of the people in our church. Um, I've been to community group, and I've heard these stories about... Um, the way people are living out their faith and and uh, their professional yeah. lives. So I want to kind of get give people the opportunity maybe that aren't part of a community group or maybe...
0: That was a great plug, by the way, for community groups. Yes. You know, getting involved. You know, after church some days, you hear it, or maybe at the Women's Bible Study or when you've invited people over to your house and you think, wow, that's pretty powerful. That's God teaching someone, changing someone. He's demonstrating His power in individual lives. And you think to yourself, I have, I don't know about you, John. Wow, I wish more people could hear this and so hopefully this is a venue for that to happen and for people to connect Uh, we also have talked about maybe having some segments and episodes where we focus on some cultural issues Uh, hopefully not too much into politics although we'll warn you john and i both majored in political science isn't that right john Yeah, I think I
1: had a higher GPA than you.
0: Uh, you probably did. No. Uh, Why don't we talk about... And then we also discussed... John had a great idea, which was why don't we have a segment from time to time called Stump uh, the Pastor. So, uh, you know, what will that be about, John?
1: Yeah, just kind of ask questions regarding some of these... um, Some, you know, questions from the sermon or or things going on in the culture where... Theological
0: hot topics. Theological
1: hot topics, hot takes, that kind of thing. Um, So... Pastor Troy, why don't you tell us why we're calling this Grace Unfolding?
0: That's a good question. You know, a community is something that you don't really understand at a distance. Um, I think what God has uh, pulled together in the life of this church family is a beautiful thing. And, uh, and you know, at a distance it might look winsome, it might look uh, attractive, it might even look, you know, altogether bland. But I, I kind of make it akin to origami, right? It looks cool, but it even looks more impressive when you kind of begin to unfold it when you begin to kind of uh, observe and, and uh, appreciate the complexity of the layers of it and i think that's true with people i think it's true with the gospel that the gospel is something that we over time begin to appreciate how it unpacks and applies and all of the ways that god's you know word intersects our life john had a great idea you know we really should have some type of theme or a tagline um, we came up with this as, as something Something. It's, you know, the Grace Unfolding podcast is where we're unfolding the riches of God's grace for God's people.
1: Yeah. And um, we're talking about uh, our church, obviously, in this podcast. Why don't you tell us why do you what do you love about our church?
0: Well, there's a lot that I love, and really, I don't have a choice because the way that I look at it, um, you know, Jesus loves the church, and so I have to love the church. But in many ways, I find it that I I enjoy uh, very much because these, you know, unlike other groups or teams or or whatever, you know, you don't get to choose your family, and this is our church family, and these are friendships these are relationships that I, I wouldn't always have uh, I'm appreciating more and more that in the life of a local church you've got people from different backgrounds different uh, careers different you know educational uh, different cultures all altogether I happen to bring southern culture up here to New England as part of, as part of this whether you like it or not I guess <laughs> but I have thought to myself I need for for Krista and I, for our family, we think you know we need this because this is our family. We don't have family close by. This is uh, our family, and I need these people uh, in my life. Mm. You know, that leads me to uh, my next question, which is really our next segment. Um, John, you know, I figured we've talked about having stories on here. What better place to begin than with our, our, our co-host? After all, people have to hear my background and some of my story, but I want them to hear your story, John. So why don't you begin? Yeah, where do you want me to start? <laughs> good, good question. Why don't you start with this? You know, tell us a little bit of where you grew up and, uh, and what do you do? What do you do for, uh, for work?
1: Yeah, so I grew up here in in Norwell. Um, I've been since since college. I've been in the medical devices field. Um, recently made the switch from operations into sales. So um, yeah, I have a my family consists of uh, an older sister, a younger brother, and so we're all pretty close in age. All grew up in Norwell.
0: That's great. You got any dogs, any pets in there?
1: Two two labs at home. Yeah, very much uh, active labs.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I've had chances to go out with uh, with John and his dogs so, where uh, we like to we like to hike together and enjoy some of the uh, some of the outdoors. You know, one idea that came to mind is I just wanted to read a verse. It's actually just one verse, and it's an entire parable that Jesus tells in Matthew chapter thirteen. And beginning in verse forty-four, this is what Jesus says: The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, of which a man found, and then he covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has, and he buys that field. John, I use that to say, you know, what is it that you had to give up? I mean, to, to go and to, to lay hold of the prize and the treasure that you perceive as the gospel and Jesus, you you decided to follow Jesus, but what did you have to give up?
1: Yeah, so um, I guess we'll go back to um, kind of my my college Situation. I when I when I left um, Norwell and, and moved up uh, to New Hampshire to go to college. I was really. How did
0: you choose college? <laughs> <way? laughs>
1: yeah, we've we've talked about this. I uh, I googled top party schools and just applied to them. It's really that simple, no joke. And so I ended up going to University of New Hampshire. And um, really, right off the right off the bat, I was focused on, like I said, partying and and um, and consuming as many substances as I could. to um, and so I, you know, fast forward two years, and I I wasn't really going to cor- uh, to classes and ended up um, failing out. So that kind of. So yeah,
0: how was that working for you? I mean, you know, this is something that you thought I'll try it again, I'll try it again, I'll try it again. How was it working? The 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 party. Partying, yeah, just pursuing your pleasures.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it obviously, it led me to to gra- uh, to fail out of college and move back home, and um, and it wasn't working. Um, and so I moved back to Norwell. At which point I I worked for a um, restaurant delivering food and um, got got heavily involved in uh, in opiates and, mm. and started um, started doing those regularly. And,
0: and how long did that last?
1: That lasted a couple of years. And, and at first it, it was seemingly sustainable, but pretty pretty um, pretty quickly it became a daily habit and an addiction. And yeah. and so that lasted maybe a year and a half, two years of of daily. Um, a um, uh, uh, substance abuse and stealing money and getting in trouble with the law—all sorts of stuff that. Uh,
0: where's God in this picture? Because I'm, I'm guessing you hit some low points, uh, and and were you crying out to God? Where, where's God been in the picture? You know, as as a reference point, as. Did you consider yourself a Christian?
1: No, I mean maybe in in if I was pressed on, you know, what is my religion? But it never really played a, a role in my life. The the idea that that um, God was relevant other than just an identifier. Yeah. yeah. So so I I, may, I you know I grew up going to church on on holidays, but um, I didn't really consider um, God to be any anything other than um, you know. Uh, theoretical topic.
0: To where did you head next? What, what was God's, you know, what was obviously we look back and say it was God's plan, it wasn't yours, but you headed where?
1: So yeah, I, I um, went to rehab down in, in South Florida, um, went to a 30-day treatment program there, um, and at which point I was able to um, you know, spend 30 days consecutively uh not doing drugs for the first time in two years so that was that was a good little um time for me to kind of consider what was going on in my life and at that point and which is when I was first introduced to um to Christ really and to God's word was there was a guy named Peter that uh worked there and he um we had been talking about faith issues and he kind of uh decided that it that we could, uh, just read the Bible. Yeah. That we could, we could open up Genesis and, and read it together.
0: What was it about Peter's life that, uh, made you open to doing that? Cause I mean, not every day would you have, you know, considered opening the Bible with somebody else? What was it? I don't
1: know. It's hard to tell really. It's just, just God, um, God put upon my heart that I, I should, um, I should read the, the his word with, with Peter that day. And obviously yeah. Peter was, um, living his life as a, as a witness in his workplace. And, and that's, that's, that's yeah, beautiful. that's pretty
0: powerful. What, what what began to change when you began reading this? You know, what 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 light bulbs went off, or what conviction, or what what noise, in a good way, was coming in?
1: Yeah, I mean, even just if you consider what we read, right, Genesis, the uh, first book of Genesis, um, we we went over the the, um, the story of creation. So there was some some. Um, substance behind you know why we're here how we got here and and and, um and who we are and and obviously god's written uh god's name is all over all over creation and and that that really led me to consider those things for the first time ever
0: that's beautiful what was it you know in in the course of that that you you know you surrendered you know did you did you just say i need to follow christ and 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 what has changed since then
1: yeah so um I mean, ultimately, I, I I I found that I was I I um I wasn't able to save myself right through my own ways, and, and so um, ultimately, I I was repented of my sins and and, and turned mm-hmm. to Jesus, and um, and
0: yeah yeah. That's that's wonderful. I mean, has it been easy? I mean, obviously, you found you know freedom from the bond of just sin and the and the fear that you know you know someday you would never be at peace with God, and that's you know that's settled and that's that's done. But I mean, has it been easy following Jesus? You know, I, I, you know, now that you've come out of uh, you know some of the the destructive ways, but you know, has it has it been easy following Jesus? Um, of course, you know.
1: Of course, in in many ways, it's been. Um, I have a a, 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 a purpose to that is to honor God in, in my life and, and to to live um to live a life for Him. But there's you know there's still struggles. There's um a lot of um, a lot of my struggles aren't so much uh, aren't so much uh, you know dealing with. Um, things that are uh destructive
0: like substances like,
1: but yeah like like physical addictions and that kind of thing but a lot of it has been you know reorientating my heart and um and having uh having god like you know sanctify me and and um and so a lot of the the challenges have changed it's you know I, I,
0: um how would you have dealt with anxiety in the past, and how do you deal with anxiety now? Yeah, I assuming mean, that everyone does deal with anxiety, you being one of them. Yeah, what's the difference?
1: So um, in the past, you know, substances were my go-to way to deal with anxiety, and and um, those substances changed, and uh, from alcohol to, to drugs. But um, truly, uh, Truly, uh, um, prayer has, has has never been something I I turned to up until mm-hmm. this point in my life, and um, and so God is, has given me an unexplainable peace through mm-hmm. prayer that that um, I could have never have gotten from substances, and yeah. it and it's in hindsight that that we realize these things, but yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I'm curious going back to the parable, right? You know, when when it says there that you know, discovering the kingdom of heaven is like seeing this treasure that you sell everything and go and purchase. Of course, people look at you and say, that's ridiculous. Like, why would Jonathan give up something to go pursue Christ? What was it or what is it of that treasure of the gospel and the person and work of Jesus that, you know, stands out to you? I'm sure there's many things, but is there something in particular that stands out to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot. For one particular, for one reason or another, the the idea is Jesus as our advocate, right? The idea of Jesus, um, in a sense, standing up in a courtroom where we're fully, um, fully uh, guilty of our sins and and um, and without hope. Well, I just I for I've always uh, um, I've always seen Jesus just standing there on my behalf and, and, call, and him as our advocate, not just as our, um, savior, right. Not just as our savior, but as somebody who's affirmatively advocating for our, um, for us and for yeah. our,
0: yeah.
1: our, um, forgiveness. And, and so there's always our,
0: our identity and our, 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 our life in him. Yeah. 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 Before the Father, before the Heavenly Father. Yeah. You know, a question, I really appreciate this, John. I, I there's something deeply, too, I yeah. just
1: want to add, there's something deeply personal about an, an advocate as opposed yeah. to
0: just, so. Yeah, they know your story. They know your struggle. Yeah. They, know, they know your struggle. future. Like, and, and, and in his case, Jesus doesn't just identify with our past. He knows our future. Um, I'm sure that gives you hope as you kind of look forward. You know, you've got this career in medical, um, you know, in medical devices, and uh, which is wonderful. And you've been a you know a huge blessing. Tell us a little bit of you know what what have you done in the life of our church? How long have you been a member at uh, at Grace? And what are some of the things that you've you, you know you've done and experienced you know in that time? Yeah, so I think um, I want to. I was trying to think of this
1: the other day. How long I've been with Grace? Because I think maybe total of what do you say like five years
0: yeah probably probably it's five
1: years with some time in hampshire in between but so i've um i've been able to plug in through community groups like we mentioned before i've been able to more recently i've been uh helping out with the youth group which i it's just great because i've really i've always had a a heart for um i mean since i became a christian really i've had a heart for for young men in in particular so i think that's been a, a great opportunity to you know that's just getting started the youth group stuff but um yeah, that's no, great. And, and I know
0: that we really, 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 really appreciate that. John serves as uh, you know an usher and other aspects. You know, he loves to loves to be around. We love love having you as part of our our church family. There is no doubt about it. That's what we wanted to cover on this uh, first ever episode of Grace Unfolding Podcast. I do want to encourage folks uh, to subscribe so that you can uh, regularly receive this whenever we send them out every couple of weeks or so. Um, also, if you've got questions, if you've got ideas, if you've got topics that you would like to see us uh, unfold or uncover or touch upon, maybe you have stories, stories in your community group and your family, and, uh, and we would love to hear about it. So the way to do that would be uh, just to grab us and church or to write in at info at grace southshore.org. Uh, thanks again.
1: Yeah, thanks again for listening to Grace Unfolding podcast where we are unfolding the riches of God's grace for God's people. Have a great day.